Welcome to Off Season. What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. Thank you for tuning back in to another episode here. We're so excited to dive into today's topic, and we are going to get into uncomplicating the gospel, uncomplicating life. Things are not as hard as we make them out to be. Yeah, uncomplicating your start to your faith journey, or when you're if you're coming back to your faith walk, I'm just kind of uncomplicating, breaking down the intimidating factors that it might hold. So that's just how we're kind of surrounding this conversation about, because I think even after our last podcast, we talked, we finished it up and we're like, man, it felt so complicated. Yeah. It felt so, like so much was going on. I hope that didn't like jam anyone up. Right. And we we were hoping the message was still clear, but I know like Dylan and I came into it, like he said, overcomplicating it, trying to, man, we got to memorize the scripture, man, we got to have this verse down. Like, oh dude, are we missing any verses? And like, really, we just needed to put the Lord in our hearts and allow Him to pour out right. through us to spread the message that He wanted to spread. Yeah, and I think just, like, from what happened on our last recording, that's how we kind of had a revelation, man. People are experiencing this when they're beginning their faith walk of being, I, I got to have this verse down, or I got to have a certain amount of years of going to church, or I have to yeah. have, you know, this certain routine down before I can publicly say I'm a Christian, or before I can right. even begin telling people about it, you know, like people, I think, get intimidated to even share, to say they're a Christian because they're afraid someone's going to question them right right then and there, so they have to be, be prepared. Like, or, yeah, like you think someone's going to come at you and be like, hey, do you know what uh, Matthew chapter 11 verse 26 is? And you're <laughs> like, uh, no, I, I don't know. You're fake. <laughs> and I think instantly for me, the past year, that's been my hang up as I've been so like, man, I really need to know this, this verse, I need to memorize this chapter, like, why am I reading the scripture? And then I wake up the next morning and can't remember what I read. Right. And I know I've told Dylan that numerous times because I watched Dylan this Sunday and everyone, if you didn't know, he gave his first little sermon at Storehouse Church. It was awesome. <laughs> and But watching him up there and him referencing scripture and him making just great messages out of it was inspiring to me, but makes me wonder, you know, why why can I memorize that scripture and why can't I know this and that, but like if we turn to God and pray for the wisdom to know his word and just like anything in a sport or in some type of talent, if you practice, the the more you're going to know, the more you're going to memorize. Right. Yeah. And I think a big thing that stood out to me when you were saying that is me and Kate and I both talked about before of just comparing ourselves um, Mm. to other pastors or to other Christians on Instagram or to even people in our own life, our own mentors, and just being like, man, why... I need to like put in more work almost, or I need to get to this point, like what we we're talking about. Um, and it, the root of that is the comparison that we're putting ourselves into. And I remember talking, I'm like, we will watch a sermon or we'll hear someone speak to us and they'll just break down the entire book of like first Kings. And we're just like, man, how without ever know? looking at their Bible, without ever looking, but little did we know they spent the past two weeks, like going through first Kings and we just right. feel inadequate, but they were like so fresh in it. So it's, I think that's what stems from a lot is that un- For sure. that complicated stuff is just comparison. And that alone right there, guys, is a message, though, to the world that what you see on social media and what you listen to on social media is all, I mean, it's all practice. It's all picture perfect. It, I mean, it's been practiced. That, that goes for a sermon that you see on Instagram or a photo that you may see. Everything's not exactly how your life is going to be. Right. And I think that's like what Dylan said. There's no need to compare yourself to other people. I mean, we are each made to be unique and to 
hold our own qualities and the message that Dylan and I may be, may preach might not be the same that Stephen Furtick preached on Sunday. Right. You know what I mean? And, but our message may reach different people than what his message reaches. Yeah. Yeah. I think just above all like that, a, a lot of it comes from comparison or it comes from a false idea of where you're supposed to be at. And so it jams you up or it really complicates the Christian faith walk for for a new believer or someone who's kind of been walking and then all of a sudden they're comparing again and yeah. they feel like they're stumbling being like, man, why am I not here? Why am I not at this point? Right. Because they think someone else is farther along. Yeah. But little do they know, like what like what you said, like you're comparing to their, their best moment. Right. Like you're feeling guilty, feeling shameful of a sin you just committed while you're watching someone just posting their quiet time with their coffee and you're like, so good. I'm, I'm worthless, but it's like... Yep, so man, good. <laughs> it's their highlight moments. So good. And I think right now, too, we can all relate to how complicated the world is right now and what the world is made out to be right now. I mean, we have COVID-19 going on. We have everything else in the world that's going on right now. The job market's bad. Yeah. I mean, and I think we often get caught up in this idea that like us as humans have to solve this this issue. Like it's our it's on our shoulders. Like we have to fix COVID. We have to fix the racism that's going on in the country. We have to fix all the the forty million people that are jobless. But us as people, we're never gonna have those perfect words to articulate or that perfect advice to give to someone that is going through that. But in the world we have God's spirit. And God's spirit is the perfect word and what we carry in our hearts. And so if we can portray that message, that in itself is powerful. Like you may not have to share with someone scripture to fix their issue. Right. But if you just share with them kindness and love and compassion, just, just as Jesus would, right. that, that's plenty to fix the situation that may be going on. Right. No, that's and good. That's really good. That was kind of a random tangent, but I just I think I want to touch on how overcomplicating the gospel also relates to overcomplicating your own life. Yeah. No, I think that's so true. It it definitely coincides because your view of the word or your view of what the Christian life looks like, in a sense, definitely reflects like a a lot of other things. If you you think the word or if you think the Lord is just bashing you or mad at you, angry at you because you haven't opened your Bible up in a week or because you haven't called out to him and you're 35 years old right now, like he's not. That's just a. That's just how you're gonna carry that view elsewhere. You're gonna view every Christian you walk into that they hate you or that they're against you. You know. Right. And so it's just kind of breaking down that idea. And I think that's. I think what we want to touch on that it isn't that it isn't what you're thinking. You know. You're never a burden to the Lord, like what you're carrying or what you're doing. And I think that's also something that people overcomplicate too. Is that they're like, oh. Like, where I'm at in life, man, the Lord doesn't want me. Right. I guess not for me to turn to. Right. And that in itself is overcomplicating it. I mean, right in Scripture in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, it says, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come so on. therefore, he's asking you, those that are, like, burdened, those that are weary, tired, exhausted, like, any problems that you have going on. He's not saying, like, oh, the person that's five foot five and 150 pounds, come to me. Like, there's no specifications right. who you are. Come to him. If right. you have burdens, come to him and hand them over to him. Right. If you're complicated or if, you're, if your view of the walk is complicated, come to him. Ask him questions. Right. Like when's the last time you asked the Lord, like, how should I pray this morning? Like, I'm, I'm lost. How should I love on my friend? And hey, like, I think a lot right. of us, again, overcomplicate our prayer lives or make it this thing that's, I, it's funny that this is on my mind because Jeremy Foster just had a clip too 
um, that I just saw, and he just th- says, like, everyone thinks that they have to have this eloquent prayer, like, oh, Father, that's high in heaven, like, I bow down <laughs> to you. Like, it's like, just ask him a question. If you're jammed yeah. up, if you're confused, even about the world, be like, what What do I do right now in my, how do I go about this relationship? How do I go about right. this job with, in the COVID situation? Like, press into him. Content. Don't ask a question, like, take yeah. off, you know, like, press in, listen. Right. Yeah, and just going off that too, people think, you know, there's a there is a there's always like people like there's a right time to to pray or there's you gotta be in this spot, like you said, and it goes along with that the eloquent words. It's not like that. Yeah. It's you could be driving down the road and like Dylan said, you could have a thought that comes into your mind that's just like a demonic thought, evil, like we all have them. But then press into the Lord, like pray that thought out. It's that simple. And right. I think that one's kinda ties right in. It's uncomplicated, man. Yeah. Like there is nothing wrong with just speaking to the Lord, having a conversation with the Lord. He is your father. Like, right. have childlike faith. Like, how do you and your father relate or someone that is uh, inspiration or uh, father figure to yeah. you? How do you relate to them? Like, like you show up to them with joy and you're happy to like see them. Like a relationship, yeah. Right. And yeah. that's what, that's how easy it is. It's just a relationship between you and your Lord and Savior. Yeah. And I think, too, that's definitely... Like what you touched on, it can happen anywhere. And if you are new to the faith walk, if you are new to Jesus, it does not have to be at a church. It doesn't have to be with a pastor where you pray and give your life to Christ. It can be in your car, in your bed at midnight. It could be at class, you know, like you cry out to him, you pray to him in that moment, you know, like that can can happen right there. So, and yeah, I just think I want people to know, and it just keeps coming to my head is that, all authority on heaven and earth, Scripture says, has been given to Jesus. Like, let that resonate within your mind. Right. All authority on heaven and earth. So, therefore, everything that's going on in heaven, the beautiful place of heaven, and the same thing that's going on, on earth, he has control over. Yeah. And so there's no issue or no starting point that he can't fix or solve or help ignite, like... You turn to him like that flame's gonna be ignited. Like, right. Just watch it happen with a simple yes. Yeah. Simple yes. I I kinda wanted to talk to you a little bit with just the topic of it being complicated starting out. Uh-huh. Um just with their our journey. I would say when you like were first given your life to Christ right. and decided to follow him, what was like the most complicated thing for you? Like what hung you up the most? Oh man. I would have to say for me, I was in college, I was a senior in college, and had been doing a lot of going out and hanging out with the guys all the time. Like the cliche Saturdays are for the boys, like that was like the lifestyle I was living. And I think for me it was not, there's zero love lost with those friends, because I still love those guys. Right. But it was making sure that I was surrounding myself with the community that was going to help me grow in my walk with Christ. Because if I was going to church on Sunday, but on, and I touched on this last week, yeah. but on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and I was going out and drinking at the bar, that's a double-minded life. Right. And so what was complicated was shaking that lifestyle and filling the void, if you will, with people who were like-minded and wanted to also devote their life to Christ. And there's zero, like, that's the thing people get twisted too. There's zero judgment towards people that are living their lifestyle like that. Right. But he calls you to more. He, you know, like, he's like, I have so much more for you. Right. So there's no, he's not condemning you, but he's like, 
Like, why? Like, it's like what we talked about. Like, why yeah. would you go to the well when he's giving you living water? Right. You know, like. So rather than going, ra- what, rather than going to the bar, which is the dried up well. Right. Now I'm going to the well that's full of eternal water. Right. And I'm forever hydrated, if you will. And so, yeah, I think to answer that question, man, the most complicated part for me was just realizing that you're going to weed some people out of your life and some people are not going to respond well to it, but don't let that discourage you because there's going to be people like, man, you changed. Like, yeah, man, you're not the same Caden anymore. <laughs> like, oh man, like you got in that relationship and like now all you do is hang out with her. But no, that's not true at all. Yeah. Like I'm a better version of myself. I'm a version of myself that Christ wants me to be, that Christ says I am, that I know yeah. like Christ says I am. Yeah. And if you can have confidence in that and confidence in who Christ says you are, you're going to be just okay. And, like, that's just a message out there to all the young people that may be going through that, like, persecution stage. Yeah. Is that... That's funny. I saw a tweet, and it was saying, like, like the quotation was like, bro, you changed. Or, like, you changed me. I was like, bro, I was 16 years old. It's like, dude, we are right. adults now. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a huge thing. It's like there's a difference between... 16 and 18 and then you know 22 23 years old like you're engaged you're getting married like yeah i mean there's just a lot of things that fall in line with that yeah but i mean what about you i mean there's i think there's a lot of power to this question between you and i because i started my walk walk with christ so much later but at a young age maybe and then maybe when you're older too what were like the two complicated parts yeah i think i definitely fell into a lot of needing to meet an expectation or needing to almost get to a level like as if the Christian walk was like you start at level one you go two three four five like I just felt like I was like trying to climb that level before I can then like level seven oh now I can start a bible study you know I think that's what complicated me but he says repent be baptized and then go make disciples like it's just boom go like share the word or like start the bible study now like you know and like as your walk grows with him but I think that definitely what was like complicating and what like helped me it's funny like what was causing me to not live and like that true identity of what Christ has called me to was being like I need to get to a certain point or I need to get to the next level and that's just not like you're gonna learn more he's gonna like it's a process of sanctification he's gonna like you're gonna eventually you're gonna start to align with him more and more the more you like you spend time with him the more right and you get in the word and the more you that, cover yourself in scripture. Right. And that's just natural for everyone. Like it, you're always going to like, obviously like we could look at Craig Rochelle or Bob Goff and like, obviously they're going to be like filled with more wisdom. Right. But God doesn't look at him and go, Oh, Bob Goff over Dylan right now. Like we're both child, like yeah. children of God, you know? And I think in my head, that was what was complicated to me. I'm like, how could, what do you mean? he? Like, like, like loves me or delights me the same as right. my dad right now who's teaching me the scriptures, you know, it's like... And I think that's something that's super common. I, and like what you're explaining is that when you're young and, you know, you're, you're in the word, you feel like a lack of authority mm-hmm. with the people that are older than you doing the same thing, right, right. discipling. Yeah. There's zero lack of authority. I mean, the same message that you could be preaching at 13 years old could be just as powerful to a bunch of 13-year-olds yeah. as your father's message could be at 35 years old. Yeah, and I tell Gabrielle that, that a lot, too, is that I find it hard for me to, like, share something good from the Lord with someone who's older than me or, like, right. give them advice in a sense, even if I felt like the Lord would be like, man, this was so good to me. Let, let me tell That's them. so good. Like, I just feel like I'm all—I always put myself, like, humbled under, like, I'm, someone who's <laughs> older than me. I'm laughing about that because that's— a similar conversation that Madeline and I have had is that 
I'm like, man, like, what business do I have doing on a pod? Like, right. you, you question yourself, like, what business do I have doing on a podcast when I'm, you know, I don't want to by any means call it a beginning Christian, but someone that hasn't been walking for right. 15 years, you know? And you sit there and you're thinking, like, but no, like you said, the Lord calls us to disciple, like get in the yeah. word and then go out and spread the word. Like the people that I could reach could be a completely different congregation than right. what other people can reach. And that's the goal, like yeah. just to spread the, the word yeah, to he, those people. The disciples were fishermen and like they were like, right. they weren't walking into the synagogues or weren't walking into churches and being like, give me your best college pastor and we're going on a mission. Well, like It's like, yo, you come with me, we're going, like now go tell people about and, me and... Man, it's so funny. I was on my way to work this morning, and you mentioned the fishermen. And there's there's somewhere in Scripture they talk about how Jesus called the fishermen from being fishermen right. to being Fisher disciples. Yeah, yeah. And so, and they they're talking. You know, like oh, fishermen, like they weren't the the richest back then, but they weren't the poorest. Like it was a good living. Like it was comfortable. <laughs> and the Lord looks at him. He's like, hey, drop your nets, come with me. And like you got to think, their eyes were probably so wide. Like, dude, is this guy crazy? Like, right. he's asking me to drop my net where I make my money, right, but to right. come follow him. And that's where that simple yes comes back in, is sometimes you have to listen to what God's saying. And I know it's been a frequent question by yeah. our followers is like, how do you know episode coming soon. <laughs> if you're hearing from God? And yeah, episode coming soon. But if you think you're hearing from God that you're called to something, but you're like, man, like, does that require me to drop this stable job? Right, right. Does that require me to leave this comfortable place that I'm at, Right. say yes. Yeah, and I think too, like, even like using your testimony as an example, it's like the net he was calling you to drop is drop your routine, the college routine, you know, as you right. explain. And it's just, it's what he calls for us all, what, we, what we're clinging on to, these, these nets that we're fishing with, you know, we, we think we find so much comfort in our, our home or our family or that relationship. We're like, and, he, and you feel the Lord impressing on your heart, drop it, like drop it, drop it and follow right. me. And I can, like, these fishermen, like, that was their livelihood. That's how they were going to eat, yeah. like, help their family. And he's saying, drop them and walk with me. Like, who knows where he's going to go? But that's what, like, sometimes yeah. he calls you to drop that right. right there. Drop that. Like, what you've, the relationship you've been in for eight yeah. years, and it feels so safe, yeah. and, like, you're going to get married. Like, drop it and follow. Like And define faith for me. Like, what's faith defined as? Faith is... Like, in your eyes, I suppose. Yeah, is, like, a full assurance of like you believing in that. So like a straight up step. There like you go. Being like, I'm going to step in, I'm going to step on the water. I'm yeah. going to like take this jump out of this plane and just, I'm believing that I'm not going to die. I'm going to be caught. Yeah. And so that's like, I want, I asked Dylan that because I want, I want everyone on the podcast here listening, no matter what platform you're on to know that that is what faith is. Faith is dropping the net just as the fishermen right. did. Faith is picking up where God's calling you to and trusting that he's going to provide where you're at in that season, right. and whatever journey he takes you on is going to be a very fruitful one. Right. He's never going to call you to leave something behind to then just leave you astray. Right. He's not going to say, hey, come follow me, and then psych you on yeah. your love. He's not like, going to be like, hey, he's... drop that fisherman net, and then uh, come hold up the sign on the side of the street and, I, and beg. Like, it's not, I mean, it just doesn't work I like that. I think that's something, too, that people get complicated, like, get mixed up on, and to uncomplicate it, just understanding, and even the people who have been walking with the Lord for years still like have to remind ourselves that you are literally so completely delighted in and he finds so much joy in just you who you are right now like whoever's listening me Caden too he just finds so much joy in us just right now not where we're going to be in a couple of years or in a couple of days after we 
shape up a little bit more after right. you knock knock off the the drinking habit or hitting the weed you know like yeah. he's not like being like once you do that i'll love you even more like right. right now he's like i find so much delight in you like my my face just is so big like when yeah. i think of you so then why do we get so like untrustworthy i mean like i, I know. don't know and i think just some reassurance like scripture like dylan said he's not driving anyone away and so it made me think of this this isn't uh John chapter 6, verse 37, if you guys have your Bibles out, it's all those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. So, Mm. I mean, right there in Scripture is truth, he's telling you that no matter where you're at, you could be listening to this podcast, and this is something Dylan and I talked about before we ever recorded this, is that we want to be able to reach a group that you could be listening to this podcast high, you could be listening to this (laughs) podcast drunk, but like... I mean, that's real stuff right here is what we're saying. Like, you could be listening to this podcast at the lowest point of your life, but if we can stress to you enough and show you in Scripture that he's not going to drive you away no matter how you're, like, no matter what your situation is and when you're accepting Jesus, you're not going to accept him and then be like, nope, not today, Todd. Like, that's not how it works. Yeah, absolutely. And rather what he's saying is, like, I'll give you something that's going to satisfy you more than that buzz right now. Yeah. Like, believe me on that. Yep. Like, you don't have to hide away from your problems. So good. Yeah. And then I think also along that line too, and I mean, Dylan, would you say, I mean, your walk with Christ hasn't been easy because he never promised it was going to be easy, right? Right. Never promised it's going to be easy. I mean, that's where scripture promises multiple times that that's where you're going to grow and that's where your faith is going to be strengthened is in the trials. Like he promises fiery trials are going to come upon your life. Yeah, where's that in James? Like consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Yeah, there's that one. And then and like literally James 1. Um, what's another? Yeah. But, yeah, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, for whenever you face trials of many kinds, there will be perseverance. Right, right. And so, s- go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, time and time again, he's saying there you are going to face trials, there are going to be hard times, but take hope, take heart. Yeah. Have, like, take hope because, like, I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to, like, this is going to produce steadfastness, like yeah. an unwavering faith in him. Mm, so so that the next time he says, drop your net, you're like, oh, no hesitation. Thank goodness you told me to drop that because I didn't know. And my, yeah. you know, Instead of right. questioning being like, I don't know if I should drop this now. So in that next time, you're going to be so like, you're going to have so much faith in him that he could literally be like, go to Indonesia. You'd be like, oh my goodness, let's go. Let's we go. Are, he, he just called <laughs> me to <laughs> Indonesia. Where's like, my computer? Let's book the flight. Yeah. Like, just that's, he's just going to build so much faith in you and because of those trials. And I, that's where everyone's testimony comes from is being like, right. man, this hard time in my life pushed me closer to him right. time and time again. Like my hardest so time good. in my life, like when I was detailing, like trying to get married, I just was done with college, like, or the path I was on as an elementary yeah. teacher. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that pushed me closer to him. Like every day I was drawing closer yeah. to him and I was being like, man, he is so good right. to even give me this job. Like... I think, like, one of the things that resonates with me most with that is, and shout out to whoever gave me this advice. It may have been Dylan. So, Dylan, if it was you, <laughs> let everyone know. So, someone once told me that, you know, we sit there and we pray, like, Lord, strengthen me. Lord, make me more like you. Because that's a common prayer for me, for mm-hmm. sure. Lord, like, allow me to be more like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then don't be surprised if the next week if you face tons of trials and hardships. Because, man, if you read Scripture, the Lord faced tons of yeah. trials and hardships, but it made him who he was. Right. And I think right now in the season I'm in, I'm facing... I mean, it's I have such a great life. Like, don't get me wrong. It's right, just amazing. Right. But there's trials and there's hardships. But I'm able to handle them because I know, like, man, like, I prayed to be more like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. Let's, like, let's saddle yeah. up. And... 
Like one of the most encouraging things to me too is something that Madeline always tells me. And it's funny because she's like, she'll say, uh, like it's going to work out because what else is it going to do? Right. And that's so like a simple, funny way to like, like view something, but that's how God works. Like mm-hmm. it's going to work out because what else is it going to do? Like the Lord's not going to fail you. Right. So that's just a great line that I always remember. Yeah. It's like, I'm whatever, I'm driving to work and I'm going to cut grass and I don't want to cut grass that day. And I'm like, man, well, it's going to work out because what else is it going to do? I'm gonna, yeah. It's going to be a great day and you're going to learn something from it if you have that mindset. Yeah. No, that's so good. So good. I think too, even, I guess, along that same topic of like the trials or like the unknown when he's calling you somewhere else and you like you're experiencing the trials right after he called you to like drop whatever you were doing and follow me, go this direction. And you're like, but I know nothing about preaching. Well, you're going to be a preacher now. So follow me, you know, those kind of steps. I think, um, lost my train of thought. No, I think exactly like you're saying, there's going to be, there's going to be those steps. You may accept Jesus today. And if you do, that is just amazing. And I am so happy for you. But if you accept Jesus today, there may, you may wake up tomorrow and, you may have one of the hardest days of your life, but he's doing that because he wants you, like I talked about in the last episode, to fight that battle with him, not the ways that you used to right, fight it. Right. So I think that's what kind of what you're getting at is that... Yeah, I think what I, I was like trying to go along the, the lines with is when we're, when we're praying like, Lord, I want to be more like you or like shape me into a man after your own heart or, right. you know, help me grow closer to you. And he's taking us down these journeys that are a little difficult or... You know, you thought he he promised you in in a year you would be at this point, but it, you're not at that point already. Like just right. to take heart, knowing that he is refining you and he is working in you, and that his best is not always going to look like our best. Like if my my passion right now is to be like, man, I just want to own a company by 23. Lord, would you help me go through that? Right. You're like maybe you're not going to own a business, so trust me. And you know, man, what did you send me the other day? Dylan and I were talking. I was going through just a hard time with like work and like, man, like what I'm thinking is I should be working a job right now, making six figures. Like it should be amazing. <laughs> and I think Dylan sent me a scripture out of Isaiah and it was, uh, his thoughts that? are not my thoughts, yeah. nor, nor yeah. his ways, my ways. Now that's a scary verse to let, like Dylan sent me. I'm like, dude, what are you saying? Like, are you trying to tell me right now that like anything that I dream and want to do, the Lord's not going to do it. And I think that should speak to a lot what of people that are maybe bro? trying to start their walk is that, his ways are not my ways, nor are his thoughts my thoughts. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that you're thinking one thing and the Lord's thinking the exact opposite, being devil's advocate. That's not the Lord at all. Yeah, but I do think something to t- to preference, though, as as you're reminded of that verse that his ways are not your ways, his thoughts are not your thoughts, is that he is a loving father and that he is a compassionate father. He's not he, he's he's not this strict like. You know what, like what Caden was saying, your dreams cut off because it's my way or the highway. Right. Like sometimes it feels like that, but he's like, he leads you by still waters, you know, like he leads you, like he's not a just harsh, like whatever you think or imagine, I'm killing it because I hate you and because it's my way. That's so good though. But sometimes that's like the best for us. Yeah. Yeah. Every way where the Lord is, is the best for us. Like every way he could take us. I'm just trying to say like. I get it though, because I mean, I don't know. I think I told Dylan this a while ago was that I was in the waiting season for a job and wasn't doing anything at the time. I'm like, Lord, I just want to do something. Like, I'll go like 
pick up garbage. I don't care. Or like yeah. shovel horse poop. And <laughs> right. Humility. So yeah. Humil- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Humility. And um, the Lord spoke over me Psalms 23, which is, uh, he leads me beside still waters, lays me down in green pastures. And I'm like, man, like, what does that even, like at the time I'm like, what is that? I didn't even know what verse it was at the time. I'd look it up. I'm like, what right. does that mean? I look it up. And like, I pray on it, pray on it, sit on it. And I mean, he was calling me to relax. Like, right. think of still waters and think of like a green pasture. Like, what a place of relaxation. Right. What a place of like an uncomplicated yeah. place. Like, right. just somewhere to relax and sit in his word. Right. And I think that's what he had been calling me to do was just, hey, spend time for yourself. Spend time with me, yeah. with your loved ones. And I mean, sometimes you're going to be called to do something like that and just to be still and relax. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. Mm. Um, I think then I, we're kind of we touched on it a little bit, just how your your journey could start in the car. It could start anywhere. Right. Why do you think like the beginning of the walk for people? Because me and you hear it all the time of people being like, "Well, how do I even start?" Because I think they get jammed up to comparing either themselves to us or themselves to other Christians they they've seen. So why do you, yeah. why do you think it's complicated for most people? I think it's probably complicated for most people because they're viewing Christianity as a complicated thing. Mm. And one, it's not a complicated thing. It's not an it's not an easy thing. Right. It's gonna be a hard thing. No, that's good. But it's a very uncomplicated concept. So starting off your walk is it may not be an hour every single morning in the word and then followed Picture by an perfect. hour's worth of worship right. music, followed by an hour's on your knees praying. Like, no, you have a life. Like, you got to go to work. You got to make money. You got to make dinner. Go to the grocery store. But the Lord's not put, like, there's nowhere in Scripture that the Lord's like, hey, three hours a day. No, just spend time with the Lord, grow a relationship with the Lord. So I think the hardest part for people is they put an expectation Mm. on their faith. And you can't put an expectation on the Lord, and you can't put an expectation on yourself because He doesn't expect you to do anything except build a relationship with Him. So if your time with him is 15 minutes in the morning with your cup of coffee before you head out the door to go to work, then that's plenty. And then if you live your day like Jesus and for Jesus and maybe what you read that day resonates within you and you can share that with someone else, it's it's a very uncomplicated process. I, I think the hardest part for people at the beginning is expectations that are not needed to be set. No, that that's seriously so good. I think that is definitely it for most people, at least... From my interpretation, too. I'm, right. like, in agreement with you. That's what I would think as well. And I think, too, e- even starting out, we people might grasp that, man, I guess that's true. I don't need to spend three hours. I don't need to be here. But then as they're walking, like, what I experience, it's like, well, I need to get to that point at some time. And he's like, he just yeah. wants your heart, and he wants your trust. He wants you to delight in his words. Right. Like, David said, like, delight in his commandments. Like, he yeah. meditated on his command. Like, he just wants to know you. Yeah. He wants to know you. What You don't have to compare that to anyone else's. Like, back in the day, they weren't, they didn't have their, like, quiet time every morning. Like, their no. time was literally, like, living, like... Living out the word every day, like it wasn't following Jesus. That right. was their day. <laughs> following across it. deserts of sand <laughs> right. and just marching through and yeah, being so like, think, "Where's Jesus?" Yeah, yeah. I think I definitely mean, that if if you guys can agree to, I don't know what what it is complicating you, but I think don't have an expectation on it. Yeah, don't have. Don't yeah don't don't put your like your start point as this like astronomical thing and it's just going to be this 
ginormous revelation and that, oh, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, so when I wake up tomorrow morning, it should be all sunshine and roses. Right, right. I mean, sure, it, it may be. I don't know. I mean, everyone's journey is different. That's the other beautiful thing, why you can't have an expectation. Dylan's right. journey is different than my journey. Right. My journey is different than my fiance's journey. I mean, yeah. and there's uniqueness behind all of that, and there's a reason to it. Mm-hmm. So we can each have our own testimony and share a different viewpoint. Um, I don't know, man. I think overall, guys, faith in general is just being able to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and believe in Him, believe in the unseen, and know that He is there for you. He's good. Yeah, He's yeah. for you. He He loves you. Like, it's just not, you don't give your life to Him. You don't give up your net and walk with Him and... He's like uh, he want, like he's gonna change your life because he wants what's best for you, right? Right. And what's best for you is knowing him more deeply and loving others more um, intentionally. And so your life's gonna start to to shape and be molded around yeah. him because as you spend more time with him, um, you're gonna be more like him. Just like if you were to spend time with your friends, you might start like joking the same way. You might have the same yeah. mannerisms or, so, or whatnot. So the same is with your walk with the Lord it, and. And keep your eyes open to the small things that you may start to do different or someone that you're spending your time with may start to do different. It may be they leave the grocery store and they say thank you after every time or, you know, they leave the drive through and they say have a great day. Like it's the small things that I notice in my life. Like I never leave a drive through now without being like have a great day. Like thank you so much. Like right. I don't know, just like small things or like you may say hi to someone completely random in the store, compliment them for something they like. That's something Jesus would do. And there's a reason that you're starting to do more of that. Mm-hmm. And you may be like, man, that's so unlike my character. But it's not. It is your character. It's your, it's who you are through yeah. Christ. Yeah. So we could just end with one thing kind of to sum it up. Don't have an expectation. Don't yeah. dream up the beginning of the Christian life or what a life of a Christian looks like. Just trust in him. Keep your eyes on him. Even it, in these beginning stages, if you don't, have never prayed bef- a prayer before, just be yeah. so intentional and praying to the Lord and not praying how your friend would pray or how your favorite pastor would. Um, but yeah, just don't have expectations. It's not as difficult as you think. Yeah. He's not requiring you so to memorize good. the whole book a month after you say, I'm ready to yep. throw down my net and follow you. Um, but yeah, just just trust and... Just listen. Listen. Take that step just of listen. faith. He's real. He's true. He is love. And I know people out there want, especially now, like in the this, this season that we're all in in this world, people want most what is true. Like they want to hear honesty. Right. And we're here to speak truth over you guys right now that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. And if you accept him tonight, that, I mean, right. the man is here to change your world. So yeah. just remember, guys, there is no off season that he cannot conquer. We appreciate you guys tuning in on whatever platform this is. And if you guys don't mind just giving us a rating on whatever platform that is, it'd be greatly appreciated. Yeah, let us know how we're doing. and um, Yeah, wherever you're at right yeah. now, if you're in the car, if you're at work, if you're mowing, just walk away, be encouraged, and the Lord loves you. Yeah, have a good one, guys.